practice, businesses tend to begin the market segmentation process by looking at consumer demographics, which include variables such as age, income, gender, family size, and life cycle. For example, a toy store might segment its market based on life cycle and target key groups such as families with young children and grandparents. In doing so, the business can build its brand and tailor its message with these groups in mind. It can then focus its marketing resources on the consumers its research has identified as the most potentially profitable, rather than broadcasting a generic message to all Canadians, regardless of their interest in toys. Businesses that operate in other categories will find value in different demographic variables. For example, a luxury company such as Prada or Hermes might segment the market by income and target its advertising towards consumers who can best afford its products. Businesses also tend to rely heavily on geographic information, and in particular, information about who lives in the area surrounding current or potential stores. This information can influence decisions as general as whether to enter a country or as specific as which unit to occupy within a shopping mall. Most sales are still conducted in physical bricks and mortar stores, so geographic data can be especially critical. A store's location tends to define the types of customers it attracts. Geographic data can inform decisions that range from micro-level strategies, such as whether or not a downtown neighborhood is appropriate for Sobeys urban fresh grocery stores, all the way to macro-level strategies such as whether Walmart should enter China or exit Germany. A third type of variable marketers use to segment consumers is psychographic, which includes consumers' personalities, interests, activities, and values. For example, Pro Hockey Life is a chain of sporting goods stores built on serving its customers' interest in playing hockey. Similarly, Holt Renfrew is a department store that caters to customers interested in fashion and luxury apparel. Although this type of information may be more difficult to acquire than geographic or demographic data, psychographic data can often lead to a deeper understanding of why consumers make the choices they do beyond how old they are and where they live. A fourth set of variables that are used to commonly segment markets are called behavioral. This includes when customers shop, how loyal they are, how ready they are to make a purchase, and how frequently they visit the store. For example, the Aeroplan Loyalty Program allows Air Canada to offer a different value proposition to different customer segments depending on how many miles they fly a year. Being a member of the 25K, 35K, 50K, or 100K segments does not depend on age or income. Those are demographic variables. It does not depend on how much customers like flying, a psychographic variable, or where they live, a geographic variable. It only depends on customers' actual behavior, that is, how many miles they fly. To continue with the previous example, it may make the most sense for businesses such as Prada and Hermes to target market segments that buy luxury brand fashions, regardless of income or other demographic, geographic, or psychographic characteristics. Business-to-business -business segmentation is based on a similar set of variables, 
However, rather than focusing on individual people, B2B segmentation focuses on businesses. Geographic segmentation is still very important. If you are selling office furniture or pension plans, you still need to know where your customers and potential customers are located. You also want to know demographic type variables, including things like the size of the prospective company, what corporate life stage it is in, is it a startup or a mature company? What are its sales and profitability like? When it comes to psychographics, however, in B2B markets, things like how much it costs to service a particular account and the predicted profitability might be important economic characteristics on which you would segment a market. Rather than consumer behavior, in a B2B setting, the focus shifts to include an understanding of both the buyers and the end users of the product, as well as things like the company's technological readiness and urgency of the purchase. Ultimately, the process of segmentation is a first step in identifying potential customers before we move on to selecting which customers to pursue and deciding what value to offer those customers. Without segmentation, companies run the risk of overlooking potential customers or focusing their marketing efforts on groups of people that are uninterested or unlikely to respond. Finally, it is important to note that businesses do not create segments. Instead, they uncover them. That is, groups of people with similar needs, wants, interests, and behaviors already exist in the world, and the purpose of the segmentation process is to find those potential customers.